What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie showing up. Here's a quick synopsis. Lizzie, a sculptor, is getting ready to show her work while also balancing everyday life with her friends and family. The film stars Michelle Williams, Hong Chow, John Magaro, Andre Benjamin, and Judd Hirsch. Standout performances. The last two Michelle Williams performances show vastly different sides of her as a performer. In The Fablemans, she plays Mitzi Fableman and gives what I would call a big performance. And in showing up as Lizzie, she's much more subtle and you get this version of Williams when she works with writer-director Kelly Reichardt. This is their fourth movie for the pair. Previously, they made 2008's Wendy and Lucy, 2010's Meek's Cutoff, and 2016's Certain Women. This is a side of Williams that not a lot of people have seen. Most know her from her more theatrical performances in movies like Blue Valentine and My Week with Marilyn. And part of the reason is, is because those two performances along with the Fablemans were Oscar nominated for whatever reason the Oscars and all movie awards for that matter do not recognize quiet performances and Williams is great at giving showy performances and more natural performances it reminds me of Joaquin Phoenix I've said this before on this podcast Joaquin Phoenix every Oscar nomination is for his more dark characters his more showy characters like the Joker and his more subtle performances like her get absolutely no awards recognition and the same thing has been happening to Michelle Williams. She'll get an Oscar nomination for the Fablemans but there'll never be talk for her getting a nomination for her performance and showing up and she should get recognition. I don't know if at the end of the year this should be an Oscar nominated performance but she should always be in the discussion. She's that good of an actress. A few months ago I did not know the name Hong Chow. Fast forward to now I've seen her give three brilliant supporting performances in The Whale for which she was Oscar nominated The Menu and now showing up these three performances show her incredible range in The Whale she's the comedic relief in The Menu she's mysterious and in Showing Up she plays Joe Lizzie's friend. I looked at their relationship in the movie as a bit of a rivalry one that felt a bit one-sided Lizzie views it as one, but Joe does not. In the last three films, Chow has worked with great filmmakers, Darren Aronofsky, Mark Mylod, and now Kelly Reichardt. Chow has some big movies on the way. Wes Anderson's star-studded Asteroid City, Yorgos Lanthimos' And with Emma Stone and Jesse Plemons, and Doug Lyman's The Instigators with Matt Damon, who she previously worked with on Downsizing, and Casey Affleck. This is actor Joe. John Magaro's second movie with Kelly Reichardt, the first being The Wonderful First Cow, and for me, he's doing his best work. I've been a huge fan of his for a while now. He's great in supporting roles in Adam McKay's The Big Short and Todd Haynes's Carol. His first big lead role was in David Chase's Not Fade Away, and he worked with him again on the Sopranos prequel movie The Many Saints of Newark. In showing up, he plays Sean, Lizzie's brother, who is dealing with mental health issues. Magaro's next movies include Leroy with Steve Zahn and Day of the Flight with Ron Perlman and Joe Pesci. The biggest reason I've become a fan of writer-director Kelly Reichardt in recent years is because she 
she makes movies different than everyone else. Like, I watch her movies, and they just don't feel like Aaron Sorkin dialogues in them, which, yeah, are entertaining, but not necessary all of the time. I also like how her movies have conflict, but she doesn't ever play it up for melodrama. Like, in this movie, Williams' Lizzie is dealing with real-life struggles, like her hot water isn't working. Her movies, for me, are not only endlessly entertaining, but they are also not predictable. I feel like every movie nowadays, within the first 25 minutes, you can get an idea on where this movie is going. With a Kelly Reichardt movie, no matter the film, you have no idea where she is going to take the movie or the characters, and that's more like real life. You don't know what's going to happen next. Her movies are one of the closest things movies have ever come to capturing real life. As an example, when most people make a movie about an artist, they make a movie about an artist who is super famous and super successful. She makes a movie about an artist who is just doing art for the love of it. She's not super famous. She has a daytime job as well, but she focuses on her art. She makes movies about normal people, not super successful, not super wealthy, not super unattainable. There are a lot of people who are are going to relate to the character of Lizzie, played by Michelle Williams in this movie. What's interesting about Reichardt is her movies are beloved by movie critics, while mainstream audiences find her movies to be slow. Yet even the award shows don't recognize her for her work. She's yet to be nominated for an Academy Award. For my money, she should have been nominated for First Cow. It's my favorite of her movies. And her movies are character studies of real people and are not plot heavy and it's hurting her on both sides when it comes to the box office and award shows. I really enjoy well-known stars working with her because they give different kind of performances than the ones they're known for. For instance, Kristen Stewart in Certain Women and Jesse Eisenberg in Night Moves are both fantastic. Particularly with Eisenberg, it was jarring to see him play a character that's quiet and not the quippy intellect type that he's used to playing. What an Oscar would do for Reichardt would be to make her more well-known and to get more people to watch her movies. I mean, that's why people aren't watching the movies is because A, they haven't made a lot of money at the box office and B, she hasn't won awards. I mean, most indie filmmakers need to get that kind of recognition to become that well-known. It's what happened with Richard Linklater. It's what happened with Quentin Tarantino. These guys got those awards, they got the success, and then studios wanted to make their movie. Kelly Reichardt has been at a consistent small level for almost 15 years now and she's super good at doing it but I just wish more and more people would see her movies. I mean you would think that the fact that Michelle Williams is in most of her movies would get people to see them but I guess that's a sign of the fact that movie stars just don't generate the audiences they used to and I do believe Michelle Williams is a movie star. Like if she's in a project most people are going to be interested by it. I just don't understand why more people have not seen her work with Kelly Reichardt because it is some of the best Michelle Williams work. Watch Wendy and Lucy. Watch Meek's Cutoff. I mean, these are great performances given by Williams. And if I were going to recommend one, I would seriously recommend Wendy and Lucy. I mean, in that movie, Michelle Williams plays Wendy, a woman in search of her lost dog, Lucy. I mean, that is such a complicated character played by Williams in that movie. 
It's a smaller movie, but it is worth your time and investment. I mean, it is so good. It is one of Michelle Williams's best performances. Even look at a movie like Meek's Cutoff. You would think that movie would be more accessible to mainstream audiences because it's a Western, but it's not. I mean, that is a really, that is a slow burn of a movie. It's not Unforgiven or Free Tend to Yuma. Kelly Reichardt brings herself to every single one of her movies, and I think it's the thing that makes her special and inaccessible to mainstream audiences at the same time. And by the way, I absolutely believe she should continue to do what she's been doing. I think we need more movies that you're not used to seeing. I think you need as much different movies as humanly possible, and Kelly Reichardt is delivering to you a different kind of movie. I don't need every movie to be plot-heavy. I don't need every movie, like I said, to have Aaron Sorkin-like dialogue. I love Aaron Sorkin dialogue, but it doesn't feel natural. I mean, a Kelly Reichardt movie feels natural. It moves at a naturalistic pace. I hate to use the word authentic, but her movies are authentic. I just see the Oscars nominate these smaller movies that nobody sees, and I just don't understand why they haven't nominated a Kelly Reichardt movie yet. I mean, First Cow really should have been the movie. I think John Magaro should have gotten consideration for Best Leading Actor, and I definitely believe Kelly Reichardt should have been nominated both for her directing and for the screenplay of that film. What I liked most about her recent film showing up was the family element of the movie. The characters feel like a real family because they were ignoring their big problems and acted like they didn't exist. Lizzie's parents wouldn't admit Sean has problems, and Lizzie Lizzie's mom wouldn't admit it's weird that her former husband is living with strangers. Yet despite all of that, the family in this movie comes together and that felt honest and exactly how that would play out in real life. And that right there might be the very thing holding back Reichardt from finding mainstream success because she is mirroring real life in her movies and I'm not sure audiences want to see real life reflected back at them. They want to go to the movies to escape. They want to see the superhero movie, they want to see the blockbuster, and most importantly, they want to see movies with happy endings where the characters reach their dreams and go places they've dreamed of. I don't want to spoil Wendy and Lucy, but very few people want to see a movie about a girl and a dog where the girl doesn't get her dog back. Instead, they would much rather see the movie Marley and Me. And that's the kind of dog movie Kelly Reichardt is never going to make, nor should she ever try to make. What I really like about her movies is you can't quite put a pin into what they are actually about. Like, I think there's so much. They are deep films, even though they're simple, even though they're subtle, even though they're not super plot-heavy. Just because a movie isn't plot-heavy doesn't mean it's not about something. Like, I... I think Wendy and Lucy is about so many things. It's about the people that don't help Wendy, even though she's clearly in trouble. Like, I've heard Kelly Reichardt talk about this. That is a deep movie, even though it's a simple movie about a woman trying to find her dog. The way I and many viewed First Cow is a movie about friendship, but I also think there's so much more to it than I've ever even thought of. I like that her movies are deep, like Night Moves. Yes. 
yes, that movie is about animal activism, but I also think it's about so much more. Like, you can talk about her movies for hours and hours. Are they the most entertaining films you'll ever see? No, but does everything need to be super fun and entertaining? Can't something be deep? And that's what her movies are. They are super deep and smart. And can I just say, for somebody who makes small budget films, she makes beautifully looking films. Like, these are some of the best looking movies you will ever see. She's clearly a master of her craft, and for some reason, that doesn't get rewarded enough when it comes to her. Like, more people should see these movies. They are about something. She's also somebody who gets great performances out of actresses. Michelle Williams and Wendy and Lucy, that's my favorite of their collaborations. Kristen Stewart and Certain Woman. Zoe Kazan is terrific in Meek's Cutoff. And like I said earlier, she's really elevated the career of actor John Magaro. Like, I think that guy's a movie star, and I think First Cow is the perfect example as to why he's a movie star. Like, that performance should have received more awards consideration than it did. Reichardt makes smaller movies, the kind of movies that not a lot of people see in movie theaters. I haven't seen any of her movies in movie theaters. I've always seen them after. It makes you wonder if she's the type of director who should make movies for streaming services. Like, that's what I think these streaming services should be. Movies for these indie auteur directors to get more people to see their films. Like, Netflix should be offering Kelly Reichardt a boatload of money to make movies for them. Apple TV, Hulu, the list goes on and on and on. These streaming services should be making Kelly Reichardt movies. It just doesn't make sense in today's world to put a movie like showing up into movie theaters for a week, have it not perform, and then to wait a while for people to watch it. And then when it is released, nobody is really going to pay the $20 it takes to buy this movie right now because they didn't see it in movie theaters and they don't even know it exists. But they would know it exists if it was on Netflix, if it was on Paramount+, Plus, if it was on Hulu. That's what I think the streaming services need to be. Movies made by these type of indie filmmakers so more people see them. Netflix would be getting quality movies which they don't have enough of and Kelly Reichardt would be getting more eyeballs on movies like Showing Up. I think it'd be a win-win for both sides. And I fully understand she probably doesn't want to make movies for streaming services. She wants to make movies that go into movie theaters and I'm sure she doesn't care about the box office success or failure of her movies. I just feel like more people should see her films and I think more people would if they were on streaming services. Overall, you might say Showing Up is a slow burn but for me that's a good thing. Reichardt demands you watch her entire films before you make a final judgment and my final judgment is it's on the short list of the best movies of the year and I hope Michelle Williams and Reichardt continue to make movies together for the remainder of their respective careers. They should be brought up when you're talking about the best writer-director duos right up there with Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio. I just think many people would be surprised 
surprised to see Michelle Williams like this because I think she's been labeled as a bit of an overactor. And yes, I would understand you thinking that if all you've seen from her is the two Venom movies and the Fablemans. And I look at Michelle Williams' work in a movie like Manchester by the Sea and why a performance like that gets recognized is because that movie is so extreme emotionally. And that's just not the kind of movies that Kelly Reichardt makes. She doesn't make extreme movies. They're not extremely sad. They're not extremely funny. They're not extremely plot heavy. There are not Oscar-y moments in her movies, if that makes any sense, like there are in The Fablemans. Like, you can watch many scenes in The Fablemans and go, this is why Michelle Williams was nominated for an Oscar. Showing Up doesn't have those kind of scenes, and it's the reason why this performance is never even going to get the light of day when it comes to being in the awards conversation. This isn't going to be in the Golden Globes conversation. Maybe this is an indie spirit kind of movie, but even that I'm not sure because the kind of movies that get nominated for that are more extreme movies like Uncut Gems, thrillers. Like Kelly Reichardt movies are kind of genreless, even when they are within a genre like the Westerns. She makes different kind of movies than the norm, and I think that's a good thing. I just want variety in movies, and Kelly Reichardt is part of that variety. I want I want bigger blockbusters just like everyone else, too, but every once in a while, I want to watch a smaller movie about human beings existing in the real world. Yes, they're not always thrilling. There are some moments in them you might find dull, but I think they are worth watching. It's also interesting how Judd Hirsch was in both The Fablemans and Showing Up. I mean, it's just a different kind of performance. I mean, in The Fablemans, he got an Oscar nomination for an insanely over-the-top performance. Judd Hirsch is great in The Fablemans, but I think he is equally good in Showing Up. It's just that those kind of performances he gives in Showing Up don't get awards recognition, while the performance he gave in The Fablemans does. And it doesn't feel like that's going to change anytime soon. Movies that are dark, movies that are over the top, movies that have that Aaron Sorkin like snippy dialogue with smart characters are going to continue to get awards recognition while movies like Showing Up are just going to be seen by a few people. Like that's just where we are when it comes to movies. I wish that wasn't the case. I wish more people saw this movie. I wish more people saw and compared and contrast Michelle Williams and Judd Hirsch in this movie with The Fablemans because it's fascinating to see actors do different kind of movies together. I believe actors don't get boxed in by studios. They get boxed in by audiences and Michelle Williams is seen in a clear way by audiences because they don't see movies like Wendy and Lucy and they only see movies like My Week with Marilyn, Blue Valentine, and The Fablemans which are all excellent movies but she has shown a different side of herself working with Kelly Reichardt and more people should see that side and they would see the entire career that Michelle Williams has had. And the last thing I'll say about showing up is that you should definitely check out this movie and the rest of the work of Kelly Reichardt. Particularly, I would watch First Cow and Night Moves. To me, those are her two best films. I loved everything about both of those movies. 
First Cow has a great John Magaro performance, and Night Moves has a great Jesse Eisenberg performance, along with Peter Sarsgaard and Dakota Fanning. It's great to see movie stars give understated performances, and Kelly Reichardt is the one giving them chances to do so. So I hope she continues to make movies for a really long time and have great movie stars work with her. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out Showing Up. And next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the animated film Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.